So we will get into Romans chapters 9 through 11 in a while, but we are exploring chapters 5, 6, 7, and 8 again uh, for a while because I want to describe to you how the gospel of Jesus, how his victory over the kingdom of Adam has had an effect that we can draw into ourselves by faith and make it influence the addictions that many people are experiencing. There is, in Romans chapters 5, 6, 7, and 8, an enormously beautiful and powerful truth that most Christians have missed, unfortunately, and it's going to be quite a revelation to you as you discover what it is. Now, let's remind ourselves what Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8 are about. They are about freedom from wrath, sin, law, and death. Freedom from the judgment of God, that is the wrath of God, and God took the judgment himself in the person of his son. He didn't leave it to someone else. He did it himself. He took his our judgment upon himself so that you and I are no longer abandoned. And that leads us to believe and uh, that we are cared for. We give up the belief now that nobody loves us. When the temptations come and the failures and defeats hit us with tremendous force and we believe and uh, are tempted to believe that we're abandoned, or when we are tempted itself, we express in our heart, thank you, dear God, that you are with me, you do not abandon me, thank you that I'm not alone. And that's and then comes chapter 6, the power of sin. When we experience the power of sin. we uh, It's not simply guilt we experience, but helplessness, because sin, to, uh, Romans chapter 6, talks about sin as a bondage. But we are freed from that bondage. You say, yes, but Colin, I can't believe it, because I'm not free. I still do the things that I do. Look, the bondage is not the actual behavior. What the bondage is, is is the identity as sin and the judgment of sin. When you believe that you are judged under the power of sin, then that will force you down into your addiction all over again. But when you insist by faith, Father, I thank you that I'm no longer identified as a sinner, I am no longer identified as under judgment, then you begin to find, to walk a little gently, a little unstably at first maybe, but you walk through your addictive struggles. Even if you fall, you get back up again. And then there's the power of the law. That's chapter 7 of Romans. We are uh, under this judgment of condemnation. And let me tell you that if you wrestle with that and try to come out from under John condemnation by simply being a better person and doing more obediently, you will fall again. What we need to understand in the gospel is that Jesus took our condemnation upon himself. When he died at the cross as a sinner, he died as a sinner. He died our judgment. He, would, he died on our behalf. 
And so faith enters into God's presence and says, Father, even though I feel so guilty over what I desire or what I have done and my defeats and failures, I thank you that there is no condemnation. I thank you that I'm not under judgment, that you have taken that judgment upon yourself. And so you see, the soul begins to fight back by faith. And now today we come to this issue of death, the power of death. See, wrath in chapter 5, sin in chapter 6, law in chapter 7, and death in chapter 8. These are, the, these are the powers of the kingdom of Adam that Adam brought in as he fell away from God. But Christ, the second Adam, took all of those things upon himself and fought for his own survival by faith in God through, through, his, uh, uh, through the protection of God the Father for him, and he did it on our behalf. So he rose from the dead, which broke the power of death. Now that's the spiritual reality, the power of death. What is the psychological reaction to that? It is despair. We're not talking about death simply at the end of life, but the many deaths that we go through. When a person is struggling with addiction, so many things seem to go wrong. He can't put his life in order. He can't discipline his life. He feels that things just are thrown at him and he simply cannot cope. And then defeat comes as an escape from the pain of not being able to, to cope. And ultimately, he feels in despair. Nothing seems to work. Everything falls apart. And so the, the, the emotional response to that is, what's the point? I give up. Now, let me tell you that the power of death that is the power of the many deaths we go through, is one of the core psychological feelings at the base of addiction. You've heard me say more than once now that addiction is, is not determined by the drug of choice, whether it's drugs or alcohol or food issues or uh, pornography or uh, gambling or work addiction, whatever it may be, that is not the core of addiction. The core of addiction is the state of mind. And without Jesus, we don't have the right state of mind. Now you say, well, many Christians have addiction. Colin, are you saying they don't have the right state of mind? I am, actually, yes. You see, even though we are Christians, many of us don't understand exactly what Jesus Christ has done for us. And as a result of that, we don't know how to respond to God. But Paul in the Gospels here, rather in the book of Romans, gives us the details, these wonderful details that enable us to, to respond and fight back. Now, when those feelings of despair come to us, we, uh, after especially a failure or after some uh, great temptation or a, a, an experience that has brought us to bankruptcy, maybe, or ill health because of our addiction, and we're in a state of despair and we don't know what to do, by faith we say, Father in heaven, I am in despair. Everything has fallen apart. But I am going to praise you and thank you that Jesus is my resurrection, that Jesus is my new life, that death does not reign, 
You have overcome these forces, dear Jesus, on my behalf. Now, you see, as you speak this way, you are using the faith that God has given you. You are praising him for the realities that he has brought to you in Jesus Christ. And the result of this is that you are slowly, gradually, incrementally changing the paradigm in your mind. You are changing your thought forms. You are bringing in a new perspective on life. But it's not you that are doing it, really. It's the Holy Spirit who is giving you the faith to believe these things and is training that faith in you. Jesus, remember, is the author and the finisher of our faith. Now, you will notice that I've said frequently throughout this uh, little presentation and previously, uh, I've uh, said I've described how you speak to God in various ways, and the essence of that speaking is praise. Praise and thanks. You remember First Corinthians, uh, rather First Thessalonians 5:18, and Ephesians 5:20. Give thanks every day, under all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And you can look up uh, Psalm 50, where God says, what I want from you is your thanks. You give me all of these sacrifices. I don't need any more sacrifices. I want your thanks. That's an astonishing chapter, by the way. Oh, so astonishing Psalm, Psalm, uh, Psalm 50. You see then that the grateful heart is at the core of recovery from addiction. The grateful heart. Now, it doesn't come immediately. That is the recovery. But as you learn to be grateful, you are changing the paradigm of darkness in your mind. You're bringing in the light. And again, I say to you, it's not you that's doing it. It's the Holy Spirit through the faith that he has given you and is training in you. So, you see, when we begin to praise, we start seeing things differently. When we feel that God is angry with us because we have failed and we are under his judgment, and we lift up our hearts and say, Father, I feel that you are condemning me, that I am under your judgment and abandonment, but I am going to thank you that you, are, you have reconciled me to your heart. I'm going to thank you in complete contradiction to my feelings. And light comes into your soul and you have new courage again. And when the power of sin comes upon you and you feel you're an unworthy sinner, uh, uh, defiled and dirty, and you are unworthy of salvation, you lift up your heart and say, Father in heaven, I thank you that I am not helpless. Even though this addiction of mine has brought me down to helplessness, the real helplessness is that I cannot talk to you. And I do not have faith. But I'm not helpless in that way anymore. I do have faith, and I can talk to you, and I praise you that the identity of sin and the judgment of sin is no longer upon me. I praise you that I am now a new person in Jesus Christ. And you will see what this kind of faith response to God does. Lift your heart. It may only lift your heart for five minutes, and you may go down in depression again, but you lift your heart up again. And slowly those times of lightness of spirit last longer than they did before. 
And then the power of the law comes upon you, condemnation, because you feel you've been, you've failed yet again, or things have gone wrong in your life and you believe that God is punishing you and you feel, Lord God, I feel und- that you are, that you are condemning me, that I am under your judgment. The guilt, Lord God, is so heavy upon me. But I praise and thank you, dear God, that there is no condemnation for me, that Christ is my righteousness. At first you think you're kidding yourself, you know, when you do this. You think you're lying to yourself. You're bluffing. You're faking it. But you see, you are speaking the reality that is in Christ, not is not the reality that is in yourself. But the reality that is in Christ is counted as if it were yours. That's Romans 4 verse 5. We are counted as righteous. And so, you see, the righteousness of Christ is upon us. And as we lift our hearts up and praise God that we are counted as righteous, our courage uh, brightens, our step is lighter, and uh, we see progress. And then the power of death. The power of death, the despair. Oh, Lord, I feel so depressed, so down, so in despair, but I thank you that Christ is my resurrection, and I will praise you in the darkness, for you are my light. Well, thanks for joining me today. Colin Cook here, and How It Happens, this is a broadcast on the gospel as we dis- as it's described in the book of Romans as we follow through Paul's vivid and beautiful descriptions and how they apply to us. You can hear this broadcast on your smartphone any time of the day or night. Simply download soundcloud.com or podbean.com and key in How It Happens with Colin Cook when you get there. I'd love for you to support the program. It is uh, always a need because this is a small ministry, though a long-lasting one, 43 years, and the broadcast itself is 25 years old. And I thank you for all the support you have given over the years and recently and your little notes. Thank you so much. They encourage me. Tell me what this program does for you. That's what I need to hear. So send your donation, if you would, to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. That is FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. The broadcast costs $39 per 15 minutes, $200 for a week's programs. Thank you. Then I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.